0: Welcome to Speaking the Truth in Agape Love Podcast. We are hosts, Chad Mitchell and David Finch. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm Chad Mitchell. I'm David Finch. And we're happy to be back with you. We're just going to jump right in here, both feet first, I think, Dave. Yeah, why not? Except, how crazy is it? Fourth of July week, uh, holiday was yesterday. The... There's nothing's normal this week. No, it's a mess, and the, I'm gonna tell you, the fireworks would not let me go to sleep last night. I mean, my neighbors <laughs> yeah. dropped a small fortune um, last night, and because there was booms <laughs> all, all around, man, oh, I couldn't man. I couldn't diagnose who it was. Uh, but hopefully, everyone had a happy Fourth of July. Uh, it just tells us how fast summer's going because now the fireworks stands will all fold up and and go away. And I was at Walmart yesterday, and their school supply is on display. Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyways, that's depressing. (laughs) I used to hate to see that when I was a kid. Yeah, I know. It doesn't bother me so much, except I have to buy them now. Yeah. (laughs) Now you don't have to go, but now you have to buy them. That's right. But that's beside the point. (laughs) We're glad to be back with you. We missed a week. I was on vacation. Sorry for that. But we have another good study for you. Uh, titles belong to Christ. So um, looking forward to the study. Um, as always, if you're in Blackfoot, come and worship with us. Uh, 370 North Schilling, Blackfoot, Idaho, 83221. We'd love to have you at 10 o'clock on Sunday for classes and 11 a.m. for worship services. And then Bible study Wednesday evening at 730. So if you're planning a trip to Yellowstone, two, ma- two hours from Yellowstone here, we're on the way. From Salt Lake, uh, we'd love to have you. So so put us in your schedule, and we'll welcome you with open arms, as, as, as always. Or if you live in Blackfoot, come and worship with us. That's right. If you have any questions about what we study, or you, you just have something that's bothering you, and you, you want to uh, study it, uh, there's so many ways. We can Zoom. We can phone call. Just reach out to us. The email There's an email in the link, and you can send us an email, and we'll reach out to you that way. And if Thank. you're seeking a biblical answer for anything, just reach out. Yeah, it's not what Dave says or Chad says. If we it's can, what God says, we, it's what God says, and we, we'll help you with that. We'd love to help you with that. So, Dave, I think with that, I said we were going to jump both feet in first, but we kind of <laughs> didn't. So now we're ready. Now we're jumping in. Now right we're now. jumping in. So, so this
1: is a this is a topic that um, I think all of us should it should prick all of our hearts. Making sure that we belong to Christ. You know, a lot sure. of times you, you see people saying that they belong to Christ, but then they give no thought, they give no effort into anything past this life. So they don't look and give any thought to what happens after this life. And, you know, as we are told in James 4, 13 and 14, Right here God is letting us know how short and unpredictable this life really can be. Yeah. As he says in James 4:13 4, and 14, he says come now you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas in you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. So he's telling us we
0: are not guaranteed our next moment in this life. Yeah. Well, and I I'm uh, I had two employees lose their moms within a week. Mm. And one was yesterday. And it's like you know, you console them, but in the same breath, it's part of life. Yeah. We're not going to live forever, none of us. And and some some of it like you said is not guaranteed. That's right. You know the, there's there's accidents happen. We we are in danger all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, just driving to town and back. Yeah, uh, or to worship services and back. You yeah, know? you could you could some crazy could come out of nowhere and take you out, and that's it. So that's right. Like you're saying, it it's very unpredictable. Yeah, and and
1: too many times we take for granted our next breath. Yeah. You know, look at Ananias and Sapphira. God just ended their life. They just breathed their last, and no more air was available to them, you know. Yeah. That quick. That quick. And so, but not only that, when you compare this life to eternity, it's like a vapor that appears for a moment. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a translation that says it's a puff of smoke. Sure. So if you think about a puff of smoke, how short it is, you know, and then it just vanishes away. That's how short this life is when you compare it to eternity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, why would you not try to prepare yourself to meet your maker? Mm-hmm. And so maybe we should spend our time and energy in figuring out how we can make sure that we belong to Christ. And that's what that's what we're going to be talking about this evening. Is what does it mean to belong to Christ? And and for this, we're going to actually be looking into Colossians chapter 3. So if you are listening in with us, turn over to Colossians 3 and put your markers there. Because we're going to keep going back to Colossians 3 as we go through this. But the first thing that we see is we need to look above. That's where our focus needs to be. Mm-hmm. Where Christ is. In Colossians 3, 1 and 2... Uh, we need to focus on looking past this life and looking towards Christ. Chuck, can you read Colossians 3, sure. 1 and 2?
0: It says, uh, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. And I love how he actually starts out here. He says, If you were raised with Christ...
1: You know, let me ask you a question. What does that mean? To be raised with Christ, what does that even mean? (laughs) Romans 6, 3 through 5, shed some light into this question of what does it mean to be raised with Christ? Here he says, starting in verse 3 of Romans chapter 6, and, uh, Chet, I love Romans 6 because Mm -hmm. it's, it's beautiful in its showing the symbolism of baptism. But starting in verse 3, he says, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism unto death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. So, right there in verse 5, in the likeness of his resurrection, we are being raised with Christ. And notice, it is it, it is rising up out of the watery grave of baptism. And that's what, from that point, you walk in newness of life with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, that's what it means to be raised with Christ, you know. And so, that's what he's talking about in Colossians 3.1. If you were raised with Christ. If you have been baptized into Christ, then this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, if we have been raised with Christ, then we need to seek those things which are above where Christ dwells. You know, Christ is seated at the right hand of the Heavenly Father. <laughs> Excuse me. And what's beautiful about it is he's not just still living Christ is still reigning. He is still our king. He is still reigning from the right hand of the heavenly Father. And so we need to con- continue to seek to please our king. You know, I've always been fascinated with the uh the older times when you know sword fighting and you had your you had to defend your king, you know. But what I always noticed, maybe this is more of the movies, I don't think so, though, but they had to serve the king faithfully. If they stepped out of line, that meant death for them.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's, nobody
1: could tell the king no.
0: Well, and the king was sometimes unapproachable. Yeah. If you approached him without proper um, procedure. That's right off with his head. <laughs> yeah, Esther. Yeah.
1: is a good example of that. And and that was his rule. If anyone mm-hmm. comes in without me inviting him in, the yeah. king inviting him in, death. You're done. You know, and so um you're absolutely right, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes you couldn't even approach the king. Yeah. But you had to serve him faithfully. You had to
0: whatever he said, you do. Well, it's it's kind of like we have to pay our taxes. Yeah. Uh, Or, you know, to our government. To our president, yeah. And if you don't, they're going to come after you. Yeah. And uh, so it's similar. I know sometimes it's like, all right, if I got a problem, I'm not going to talk to the president, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because you won't get there. Yeah. You know, you go try to walk up to the front steps of the White House. Good luck, pal. (laughs) You know, if you turn around make, and walk back <laughs> if you make it that far, okay? Yeah. So maybe that's a similarity, but I don't know. Anyways. Yeah.
1: And we need to we need to look up to Christ for guidance. You yeah. know, and, and that's the main point. You know, much like when I was a kid, you know, I uh I was the youngest of five. I idolized my brother. Mm. You know. I looked up to him and he could do no wrong in my eyes mm-hmm. you know and i was even talking about when he started chewing mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty bad habit to have right
0: yeah you don't want to do that you
1: don't want to do that i don't recommend you that for know. anyone
0: you didn't know but i was a
1: kid you know and and he looked so cool to me you know mm-hmm. he always had that dip in his in his uh lip mm-hmm. his lip was hanging out and i would even go and buy that uh jerky chew mm-hmm. you know that was in a can like that and I always had a dip in, just like my brother, you know, and I, I always, yeah. so much, you know, and whatever he did, I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted, dude, I wanted to even eat like him. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to, do. I wanted to be him. Well, it's human nature.
0: Yeah. We want to be like each other. We,
1: You're the oldest, aren't you? Yeah. So I'm sure Casey growing
0: up, oh, yeah. he oh, idolized oh, you. Oh, yeah, he wanted to be just like me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and you know, same with me, you know, and, and mm-hmm. we can all... We can all recognize that. Mm -hmm. But when you think about it, that's how we should be with Christ. Mm -hmm. We should idolize Christ. I mean, because when you think about it, who else can walk on water? Yeah. Who else can raise someone from the dead? Mm -hmm. Who else can spit into dirt? rub it in someone's eyes mm-hmm. so they can see
0: <laughs> yeah that's a good point only my savior can do that you know? you know when you start looking at the things that are recorded for us you know we it now we're not saying <laughs> we're gonna leave here and go out and start healing people right you know right but he he's he does mention walk with me that's right you know and you know and just like I could never I could never be like my brother
1: no but I wanted to I wanted to be like him. Well, we, you know, we
0: need to strive to be like Christ. And when that's I right. think of you know things that He taught, like the rich young ruler, go and sell everything and and follow Me. Yeah, you know, or turn the other cheek. That's you right. know, that's not easy to do. But if we want to be like Christ, that's what we have to do.
1: Well, and look at what He did on the cross. Oh yeah, He was He was slapped, and He didn't retaliate in return.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was spit on. Yeah. He didn't retaliate. He yeah. just took it. But but when you realize why he took it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's the part where it strikes to your heart. He did that because we failed. Yeah. You know? Every one of us failed. And because of his love for us, that's why he went through it. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's why we need to look up to him. That's why we need to idolize Christ because Christ is absolutely incredible. He is,
0: he is amazing. He is the, <laughs> the best. You know. Well, and and the thing is, he's the teacher. Okay. Yes. So we're not going to be exactly like him. Okay. Like we can't idolize him. We can't heal people. But we need to strive to be like but him. But he but he gave us the direction. That's he right. Gave this, the instructions of what to do, just like the rich young. That's right. I see your next verse uh you know the things that he told. Put put off all things that are bad. You know, we're, we go back to Colossians. But what do you got? Galatians three twenty seven. Yeah. Well, and that is for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Yeah. So in a sense, we're putting on Christ. That's right. His instruction, his teaching for us. And and I like the uh, NASB translation there because he says.
1: When you are baptized into Christ, you clothe yourself with Christ. Right, we put so him I, on. I, I kinda so I kind of like it's... that, That you know, it, same thing with the New King James, put on. But I just like that that uh, mental picture in my head mm-hmm. where you clothe yourself. That is when you put on Christ. You, you clothe yourself with Christ, and you belong to Christ.
0: And we clothe ourselves with his teaching, you know. That's right. Um, and the things that he tells us to do and not to do. There's so many examples. Yes. Just like uh, the parable, all the parables that he gave us. You know, but I think of the uh, Good Samaritan. You know, that's another one. Yeah. Like, there's so many things like that where we have instruction on how we should treat each other as well. That's right. And all the instruction he gave us, that's what we're putting on. That's what we're clothing ourselves with. Yeah. And you can always tell a Christian, okay, in how they treat you. You yeah. should anyway. You should. You if should you belong
1: to Christ, you most certainly should.
0: Yeah, and so uh we had to be careful. We have to be that person that's different, like you're saying. Yeah. And
1: we are gonna get into that. Then when I know. we when we clothe ourselves with Christ, the next point that we have to recognize and what he continues on to say in Colossians three is we need to die. We need to put to death the old man. Yeah. You know, as as it was talking about in Romans three, when we are baptized into Christ, we are we put to death the old man. Mm-hmm. We have to die, mm-hmm. and so Colossians three, three through nine. You want me to read that? Yeah, please. Okay, and this is what he's talking about in in this section. So go ahead, Jeff.
0: Okay, for you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, um, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked with you, lived in them, but now you yourselves are... To put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language, out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds. So, uh,
1: the old man is our old way of life, you know, and we all participated in in our evil desires, you know, our our um, fleshly desires. You know, we yeah. also come to. Well, I want this, and and I want these evil desires. Well, look, look what he calls it, idolatry. Yeah, which
0: is idolatry.
1: Yeah, and you know, in this list, he's listing off a bunch of you know wickedness, all this, all kinds of wickedness. But what determines what is wicked? Let me ask you that: what determines what is wicked? <laughs> right. It is anything that is contrary to what Christ well, says. Oh yeah,
0: exactly. Yep. And and
1: so you know in this in this list, in I guess you could five, say the
0: opposite of righteousness. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Unrighteousness. <laughs> Unrighteousness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but there's in in verse five, there's one that I want to point out, and it's he's it says uncleanness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uncleanness. He's not talking about those who don't bathe. That does not make you sinner. You know, But rather, what he's talking about is all things that are contrary to sound doctrine. So, you know, 1 Timothy one ten, And here, too, Paul is writing to Timothy, and he has a, a list of wicked works, but at the end here, he says, and if there is any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. You know, as, as he has this list of wickedness, right, he says all any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. So, the point that he is making is you are unclean if you do anything that is contrary to sound doctrine. Anything that goes against the Word of God is uncleanness. Right. It is. And that's something that... We have to get through our heads. This is something that strikes to should strike to the
0: heart of us all. Well, I think it's it's very clear. I mean, immodesty. Right. You know, that's a tough one this time of year. In the summer, the hot summer. Right. You know. And we have to be you know, that's one that's that we have to be careful that we're not enticing others to sin. Right. You know, and, and I think a lot of times we don't we don't give that to thoughts. But it's so easy, especially for a man's mind to drift.
1: Yeah, and we, Chad, you and I can only speak of, about men. But you and I both, oh, man, it's tough in, in our teenage years.
0: Oh yeah, dude, so every five seconds, it's like, oh, I got to stop thinking about. That's that. That's <laughs> probably one of the biggest ones that I can think of this time of year. That's right, because we just want to take all our clothes off and get in the sun. Well, you and, know, and
1: and truth be told, this is why I don't go to the. To the beach,
0: yeah, because that's, oh, that's just putting sin in, it, you know, it is tough, yeah, causing
1: me to. I, I don't want my mind to wander, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I was back when I was delivering mail, mm-hmm. it was hard sometimes because people start walking around half naked, oh, and, yeah, you know, you're out there all the
0: time, mm-hmm. and it's easy to just watch someone well, as, as she's walking away, you know. Well, look at what happened to King David, yeah. He was on his balcony. He wasn't looking for it. No, it, he it looked came out in front and of seen him. a woman bathing. That's right. And it was uh, all over. He pursued that desire. Yeah. And uh, so, what? Well, it and and I'm just telling you. You guys know, it's tough. It is. I've struggled with it. Yeah. And, and you look at someone walk by and you're like, whoa. You, I mean, it's that quick. Yeah. And so. It doesn't take a man's mind that long to no and to fall. Women I'm sure women do the same thing, but not when they look at my body. (laughs) Well it it can happen to any of us. But that's what I think of when like that that's probably one of the biggest struggles, especially this time of year that I notice. Especially for men, I would say. Yeah. And 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 where he says just thinking about it. That's idolatry. That's right. And so Boy, we got to be careful.
1: We do. You know, and and this is where we need to continue steadfast in his word. You mm-hmm. know, and and that's why we need to study it so diligently because mm-hmm. if if we sway to the right or to the left, mm-hmm. then we are no longer in sound doctrine. We are actually outside of it. You know, just like it talks about in Psalm 119 verse 9, you know, here we are talking about as we were young men. Yeah. Here in in verse 9 of Psalm 119, he says, How can a young man cleanse his way?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: By taking heed according to your word. Mm -hmm. Only the word of God can make us clean. Mm -hmm. You know, so if we do anything that is contrary, and and this also means adding to or taking away
0: from. And I think, you know, this ain't just a young man's problem either. No, it isn't. You know, it, uh, it can happen to any man. But and woman as well, yeah. Um, but it's clear; it's very easy for us to understand what's righteous and what's not. Yeah, <laughs> you know, especially staying in His word, like like you're saying. Yeah, that's right. It's it's very easy to, to figure it out.
1: Yeah, and you know when when you look at the the list of no nos, kind of what I mm-hmm. the list of wickedness, mm-hmm. you know, and and looking at them. And actually taking time to study them, uh-huh. man, it, it's easy to fall into that sort of
0: sinfulness. Well, and, and and not realize that it's sinful. And we have to watch out also to not sin ourselves, but also to not cause others to sin. That's right. And that's the biggest one with uh, women today. Don't don't wear something that's going to cause someone to sin. Yeah, you know, it's it's just as much your responsibility as it is the man to not. Fall fall into that. That's right. Because I'm going to tell you, like back in the early 1900s, women were—you couldn't even show an ankle. Right. But yet, you could still look at that woman and still have the same thoughts. Yeah. You know. Um, But today, it just seems easier. I see some of these spandex pants, and I'm just like, oh yeah, they're they're painted on. Okay. You (laughs) can see everything. (laughs) Yeah. So you just got to be careful with. Both both men and women. That's right. Anyways, sorry, I'm getting off. No, and, little, and you're but... right,
1: you know, and and so this is why we need to be careful and consider the word of God and make sure that we are not unclean. You know? Any uncleanness that is anything outside of the Word yeah. of God.
0: And that's that's just it right there. Yeah. Unclean, it's sure sure leaves it's like a real broad brush. It is. It's a lot of things really in is. that one word.
1: And and that's why that one word is what I called out. Because it's like, man, there's there's, there's a, a lot, lot there. behind
0: it. Well, and, and the thing is, too, uh, you could be watching uh, TV, a commercial comes on, and you have cladly women. Yeah. Barely dressed women. They're advertising underwear or well, another, Yeah, all the bras. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just all that stuff. Uh, and, and, guys, we we're just talking... These are the things that... We're, we're only giving you the man side of the story here. Right. Okay? But but it's true. Like, there's so many different parts of our lives today that, that can tempt us. Yeah. And, and, and lead us off track. Well, and then... Well, you can be scrolling through Facebook and get an ad. That's right. Or not even...
1: That's the hard part with the phone. Yeah. Right? Where, you know... Especially because this is our phone. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to touch my phone but me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we think in our heads nobody's going to know, yeah. right? Yeah. Nobody's going to know what I'm looking at on my phone.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, God knows. Yeah.
1: And and that's, you know, when you stop thinking about looking at Christ, mm-hmm. that's when you start looking at your phone thinking, it's fine. Nobody's going to know. Mm-hmm. But God knows, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so when we when we put on Christ that means that we put to death the old man and his ways. And so putting to death that man you know and then the question comes of what happens if we bring back that old man if we start going back into our own sinful ways
0: mm-hmm.
1: then we we will again be entangled into the affairs of this life. Mm-hmm. You know 2nd 2 Peter 2: 2, through twenty-two really uh, oh, yeah. strikes to my core mm-hmm. because Peter warns us about this and what what that will potentially mean for us if we pick back up the old man. Um, well, I'm here, Chad, so I can go ahead and read it. Good. He says, For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome, the latter end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb a dog returns to his own vomit, and a sow having washed to her wallowing in the mire. This really drives it home. And this, notice how Peter is referring to a dog returning to his vomit. This is something that we all have seen or heard of, right? Where if you have a dog, I'm sure they've done it. They throw up. And then they start licking it back up. It's like clearly your body is telling you not to. <laughs> that so doesn't even there. make sense. Yeah, but, but they always return to their own vomit, and it. Nobody likes that thought. Like it, it almost makes you cringe thinking mm. about it.
0: This is what I love about the Bible because, here's the thing: this was wrote, what two, three thousand years ago. Yeah, and they the analogies used, just like this one, are true. Then, the same they are today. That's right. It's incredible. Yeah. Like, we all have seen it, and so had they. Nothing's changed. Yeah. There was, a, hey, this might be an evolution thing. <laughs> I yeah. mean, how come it hasn't evolved? The dogs were the same then as they were now. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't It's just so interesting that this long after, of course, we were just talking before we got on here. About how life is a vapor. Yeah. Or maybe we were already on here.
1: Yeah it was at okay. the beginning.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am having our time with this cipher in here, but you've had a busy week. It has been busy, but uh but anyways, it's it's cool because they there's there's uh, animal analogies not really and yeah, analogies of how animals act that is true today still. That's right. Not just this one. Yeah. But with horses, a bit in the mouth, you That's know, right. that kind of thing. It's still the same. Yeah. And and it's it, it's given to us simply for us to understand because yeah. this should everyone should be able to understand that that's had a dog or been around I, and, a dog.
1: And I love how God uses his creation sure. to help us understand. Yeah. Because how much we don't even like to think about a dog eating its own vomit. Mm-hmm. It Imagine makes how it sense. feels for God. Mm-hmm. When he has blessed us with his son and and, yeah. and we have clothed ourselves with Christ and and we see the, the blessings that he has blessed us with and then we turn back turn away from that and turn back to our old sinful man
0: mm-hmm. that
1: man is dead and you go back to him and, and try to pick him back up, mm-hmm. try to live that life again.
0: I think you know, we've all heard about stories of of people who have left the faith. And, you, and they're on their deathbed, and you're trying to get them to... And they're like, nope, I'm not coming back to God. You know, yeah. I think you've told a story about that, and I think we've all known it's people so sad. that... Um, and it's like, man, you know better. I know people, even family members that know better, that know the truth, but just don't follow it. Yeah. And it's...
1: I mean... It's... More than anything, it's sad, but it's also scary. Mm-hmm. You know, where... We are all going to have to stand before God on judgment. Mm-hmm. Why would you be unprepared? Or why would you give up eternal life for a vapor of time? Mm-hmm. It's nothing in this life is worth it. You know, and so when we put to death that old man, keep him dead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Continue looking to Christ. Because one thing that we need to know is when we put off the old man, this also means that we need to put on the new man. Mm-hmm. And the new man belongs to Christ. You know, Colossians 3, 10 and 11. Let's continue there in Colossians 3. He says, And having and have put on the new man, who is renewed in knowledge, according to the image of him who created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian barbarian scythian slave nor free but christ is all and in all and so this new man you are to act differently you are to think differently we are to be different you know and as it talks about here being renewed in knowledge the more we study the more we the more we understand christ and the more we change to fit the life of christ because that's the more we idolize Christ and the more we seek to be just like Him, as we started out talking about. You know, Peter puts it this way in 1 Peter 2, verse 9. I'm going to read this and follow along with me. He says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. But notice this next one, and I'm reading in King James Version. He says, A peculiar people. That ye should show forth the praises of him who called, who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. A peculiar people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we should be different, like you were talking about, Chad. Yeah, you know, and it, I think about kids because everyone can understand if you're a parent and you have a small child at home who is. Every child is this way because they cannot take different, right? So say you're you're at a grocery store and you're walking down the aisle and someone is coming at you who is, let's say, in a wheelchair or, you know, has, has a missing arm or a missing leg.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Look at your child. They are staring at them because they don't know how to take different. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is you just hope that they don't point and say, Dad, what's wrong with them? Yeah, right. Because, <laughs> you know... That's, like, you know, the worst thing you could ever hear your child yeah. say at that point. Yeah. Because they're not quiet either. So you know everyone hears them, but they can't take different. They don't know how to take different. And so <laughs> that's the worst part. And But that's what's fun about kids. But we should be like that one in the wheelchair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We should, just by someone looking at us and, and just observing us, they should know that we're different. You know? I remember when I was delivering mail. I used to train people, and this one person—he uh, was with me for like an hour and a half, two hours by this point. But as I always do, I, I somehow turned the conversation to God, and he said, "Oh yeah, I already knew you were different." Yeah, He's right. like, "You don't curse like everyone else." He's like, "I already knew, you know, I already knew you were different," and. But that's what made me realize, it was at that point where I'm like,
0: you know, just by the way we act, everyone can tell we're different. Yeah. Like my mom always says, you may be the only Bible some people see. That's right. And uh, we just never know how we're going to influence people. Yeah. Just in our actions or how we treat someone or how we do business with people, you know. Yeah. Really anything. Chad, you've told me about, you know, you...
1: You found an error, and you've actually gone back and given a company that paid you for a job, and you've you've turned around and given them some money back.
0: Yeah, because you realize that they you overcharged them. Mm-hmm. They didn't know. I call it a moral issue. I'm like, uh oh, we got a moral issue. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes it happens, you know, or someone pays an invoice twice. You and know, you could have gotten away with it. Mm. You know, but, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I always say karma or whatever. Risk it, is, you yeah, know, is- why is- risk it? But they will come back and haunt you someday. Yeah. Best, it's best to be honest. But probably
1: what how it would come back and haunt you is they may find out. And then they're That's like, good. "I'll never do business That's with what you I again." That's I
0: always say that you know, auditors will find it. You know, yeah. things like that. But and but it's just you gotta live your life to where you can sleep at night. You know. Yeah. Why would anyone want to worry about that?
1: And now we don't deal with tellers as much as we used to. But, you know, mm-hmm. when you go to the grocery store, and, and there's been times where the, the cashier gives me more money than she should have, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, yeah. no, hang on, I think you gave me too much here. They're not used to that. No. <laughs> like, like, we've actually, my wife is actually, we get out to the car and we realize, oh, we didn't pay for this. She'll walk back in and pay for it, and they're like, what are you doing?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, like, you made it out the door. You're weird. Yeah.
1: You know, because we're different. We're a peculiar people. But just by our actions, the way we talk, the way we act, everyone should see that we're different.
0: I mentioned the Good Samaritan earlier. Um, You know, the the thing is to look at the Samaritan. You would think that there was people in that day that thought a certain way. Yeah, they're just not. Oh, he's not a good person. You know, that's what you may have thought. Okay, in that day, as a Samaritan. Right. They just were not looked up upon. They were looked down upon. Yeah, they were looked down upon. Is what I mean. What I yeah. should say. And so, uh, um, but he was peculiar in his actions. Yeah. Okay. The innkeeper. Can you imagine what the innkeeper thought? He's probably like, "Whoa, what? What are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, huh? You're kind of a nice guy. You know, kind of taken back. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about if if you could talk to that innkeeper that the Samaritan took the, the 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 guy who got robbed to yeah he was probably blown away why are you doing this you know that's right kind of a thing and and that's what we're talking about being different like that Samaritan yeah that, when when people see us or deal with us or talk to us in real life they're going to know immediately that we're not like everyone else that's the, right. or they should they should yeah
1: if we truly belong to Christ they should see it in us. Mm-hmm. You know, they should see that we have put on Christ. They should see that we, you know, how we act, that we're different than the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times, like, um, turn with me to Luke 9, 62. Yeah. You know, because when we put on this new man, we need to... And going all the way back to Colossians 3.1, we need to continue to look towards Christ. We need to continue to look past this life. You know, as, as Jesus says in Luke 9, verse 62, says, But Jesus said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Once you put on the new man... Don't look back. Continue to move forward. And, you know, a lot of times when you're baptized into Christ, a lot of times what this means for people is stop hanging out with the crowd that you have surrounded yourself with.
0: Well, and I think a good example would be Lot's wife here. You know? Yeah, very good. Uh, she looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. Yeah. And the reason why is because she was looking back, longing to go back or was going to miss. What she was leaving—that's right. Which was sin and yep. bad, you know, Sodom yeah. and Gomorrah. It was bad, you know, and
1: nothing good was there.
0: No, nothing good was there. And so that—that um, that to me is what he's talking about here. Yeah. Don't look back into the past or into the world, thinking, "Oh, I wish I could do that." Yeah. You know that you're not fit. Yeah, and, and, and that is, that is <laughs> setting your treasures in this life. And here's <clears throat> an example. Maybe your neighbor goes to the lake every Sunday. Yeah. Or goes fishing every Sunday. And as you're going to church, you look at him go, man, wish I could be like old Joe over there, you know. Yeah. He's, look, he's going fishing, you know. I'm going to church, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That, yeah. That's what we're talking about that's if right. you're thinking man I wish I could just stay go camping all weekend. I miss when I used to do that on Sunday you yeah know, exactly whatever. yeah yeah that's what he's talking about we can't do that we're a new man we're we're different yeah. we realize just like we're saying belong to Christ because you're not guaranteed you never know that's when right. this life ends
1: and if you're if you keep looking back, you're not fit for the kingdom of heaven yeah. Those are Christ's words. You are not Chit. fit for the kingdom of there God. There
0: you go. So, so you you clothe yourself with Christ. This is what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You kay? better belong this to is, Christ. This is one of many instructions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know when I was um when I was eighteen, I couldn't wait to move out of move out of Dodge. I, I grew up in a small town, mm-hmm. a lot like this one. Yep. And uh, I didn't just move out of out of town. I moved out of state. I moved to Denver. Right. There's so much action in Denver. And then, of course, that's where I met my wife, and we moved to New York and mm-hmm. all over the place. And then while in New York, that's when I, I started to become a preacher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, then about a couple of years ago, I went back to visit my my family, and I just so happened to run, run into two of my friends at, at two different times. So it wasn't all at once. It was at two different times. I ran into them. And both of them, you know, were like, hey, let's go grab a beer and catch up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: was, but how they said it, it was almost like this is just what we do,
0: yeah, you know? It's a, well, it's a common saying it's, that people say to each yeah, other. Yeah,
1: but I have been away from that. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when, of course, when I left, I was 18, I couldn't drink.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they continued down the road that I was on, you mm-hmm. know. And I I changed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so when I came back, they all, hey, let's go, you know, mm-hmm. grab a beer, because they just mm-hmm. expected that's what I'd do. And I'm like, once they found out I was a gospel preacher, it was like, Yeah, we don't have much to say anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't run with that same crowd because I have changed. Yeah. I am looking towards Christ and they're not. Mm-hmm. So I had to separate myself from my past life. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times that's what we need to do. Because after you are renewed in knowledge, as it talks about in verse 1 of Colossians 3, you, you change. You become this new man seeking Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't be looking back, you know. I'm sure I could have had a lot of fun. Well, oh, you yeah. to drinking with my friends oh, yeah. and catching up and doing all that, but well, you know sure. what? It's not worth it. No, and and so that's putting to death that old man and his old ways, because my old man, I would have done that. You know, mm-hmm. I can't do that. I I have to walk forward. I have to continue to look to Christ, mm-hmm. because I put on Christ. There's so many warnings,
0: yeah, that God gives us, that Jesus gives us in his right in in the Bible. That's right. Of What not to do. (laughs) Yeah. And I love our next verse, First Corinthians six. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's actually turn over there. Nine through eleven. Did you want to read that one? Says uh do do so this is first Corinthians six, nine through eleven. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived neither fornicators nor adulterers nor adulterers nor homosexuals nor sodomites nor thieves nor covetous nor drunkards nor revelers nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God and such were some of you but you were washed but you were sanctified but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God what a beautiful yeah. ending to this like the, that verse 11 what yeah. a beautiful Promise, uh, and, and that He's given us that we were justified by Him.
1: That's right, and you know when you when you look down in First uh, Corinthians six, skipping down to verse twenty-two, He says, "For you were bought at a price. Mm-hmm. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Yeah. You no longer belong to yourself; you mm-hmm. belong to God. He purchased you, and the purchase price was His blood." And there's so many warnings.
0: Yeah, of this. And you read through this and it's like, I didn't know they had that kind of those kind of problems back then. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and yeah, but we still have them today. You man know, man has Nothing, not changed, you nothing's know? changed. Nothing's changed, you know,
1: and but I, I like nine through 11 of first Corinthians six, because here he's he's talking about the list of of what the Do not sinful be man yeah. pursues, you know, and yeah, don't be deceived. This is a list fornication is mm-hmm. sex out of wedlock, you know, idolatry, putting up an idol of any kind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Adulterers, that is, yeah. you know, while you're married, even having sex lo- with
0: someone else. Or even looking on a woman. Yeah. And
1: having the thoughts. That's right. Nor homosexuals, nor mm-hmm. sodomites. And, and he continues through this, mm-hmm. but then in verse 11, he says, and such were some of you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what we were. As we were the old man, that's what we were. But you were washed. But you were sanctified. But you were justified yeah. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, and
0: and the thing is, if you don't want to believe it, fine. But there's no way you're gonna make me not believe this, right? You know, and that's one of the biggest problems with homosexual. This whole this movement, uh, yeah, movement and agenda that's going through America right now. They want everyone to just believe one thing. Yeah. Well, there's no way we can go along with that with this. If you're a Christian, you cannot go along with it. Yeah. It, it's sin. He calls it out right here. And, and this is one of many places. That's right.
1: And and not. Keep in mind, this is not what Chad and David no. are saying. This, this is what God what is God saying God right here.
0: I read it. We can see this. And okay. If you have your Bible handy, turn there and look at it. Yeah, 1 Corinthians 6. This is what he says. And this is
1: you so, have to be careful
0: I'm okay if you don't want to believe it, but I'm gonna believe it. Okay. Yeah. Like i wish you would believe you it know, because Dave i want I you are, to go to heaven. Dave and I yeah, we want you to believe it. We're not forcing this on anyone. It's just this is what God said. And you can take it or leave it. The same should be. That's right. I don't have to go along with you. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I'm not I'm not forcing this on you and you can't force that on me. Yeah. And and it, it's it's that simple.
1: But also notice, if you belong to Christ, you will accept
0: it. Yeah. You have to accept it because that's what God says. And if says. you don't accept this, then you don't belong to Christ. You're that's not, right. Yeah.
1: And and that's something it's all to part of that
0: being clothed in Christ. Yeah. You can't have both worlds. Yeah. You and can't that's serve what two masters. That's
1: right. And that's what's beautiful about verse eleven. And such were some of you, but. Yeah, you were sanctified, right. you were justified in the Lord. Yeah, he's got these people in his audience. That's right. That had this in their past. And now you belong to God. Your body belongs to God. Mm-hmm. You are no longer your own. Yeah. That is the new man and that is the new way. Mm-hmm. You belong to Christ. And so that's what happens when you put on Christ in baptism as we as we talked about Galatians 3:27 earlier. You know, and then after that, we need to recognize something. This is when he makes us a soldier of Christ. This is when we need to turn and work for Christ. You know, as, as we talked about earlier, he is still reigning. We need to defend him. We need to protect him. Yeah. You know, that is our job as we need to profess Christ to others. We need to seek to bring others to the Lord.
0: <laughs>
1: and and as such, as a soldier of Christ, God is going to continue to make you stronger and stronger in Him. You know, but this also means that you are going to go and and have to undergo trials and tribulations because that is what makes us stronger in the Lord. That is how we become stronger for Him. <laughs>
0: what's up sorry i'm reading the next verse yeah it makes so much sense second timothy <laughs> yeah y'all i listened to the lesson <laughs> sunday i made notes but when we go through it like this it makes like I, it makes way more sense than it did sunday I'm, well good. I'm just like you know so this is kind of a review but it's a good review because uh it just it, i don't know it just makes more sense when we're you. able to talk about it yeah. back and forth. Because, sorry, the next verse I got to tell him. Yeah, go for it. 2 Timothy 2, uh, 3 and 4, I think is what you had. Yes. So it says, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlists him as a soldier. And he goes on, just a couple more verses here. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he's not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Yeah. Duh. You can't just make your own rules up as you go. And we, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. You know, we... The rules are the Bible. You can't be clothed in Christ unless you put on all the things and all the instruction That's and right. don't go outside of the rules and don't go inside the rules. You can't just skip some because I don't like that rule. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. It's like it like brings it all together because you have to do everything. You can't neglect something and you can't add something. You know, and so here's the thing, denominationalism.
1: Is actually, they they take sections of the Bible, <laughs> yeah, and we're going to adhere to this, but not the other. You know, it, Think of it like a pie. The Bible is the whole pie. You have to take the whole thing. Denominationalism is taking just a piece of that pie. Yeah. And I think your dad actually used that analogy in, in his yeah. uh, lesson. I was like, it's so clear. It's like, you're absolutely right. And that's what they do, because they pick and choose what they want to believe, and then <laughs> They leave the rest of the pie. You have to take the whole pie. You have to compete yeah. You have to compete according well, to the
0: rules. According to the rules. And like you don't play football, and when the guy starts to come out you just shoot him, you know? <laughs> and I'm thinking of uh uh Captain Hook Hook the movie Hook, the old one with Robin Williams. Oh, that's such a good one. And they start playing baseball, the pirates. And the <laughs> one guy scales first. So they shoot him and they're like, No, no. No, I don't think that's part of the rules. Those are not these rules. Yeah. Like, they shoot the guy and they have to pack him off, you know? Yeah. it's like <laughs> That's but, right, though. I mean... But you can't just add something in the middle of a game. We understand that. We get that. Yeah. You know, that's cheating. You can't do it. And you can't cheat in God's... No. God's given us these rules. You can't... And, and he uses that sports analogy. and That we can understand.
1: That's right. And what's so interesting
0: is a lot of times people think that they're going to have
1: this time at the end of their life
0: mm-hmm. to
1: come to the Lord. Yeah. And and so they put it off. You're not guaranteed tomorrow.
0: Mm-mm.
1: What are you putting off? You know yeah. my dad asked people, he says if you knew that if if God was coming at a certain time, how long would you take to prepare?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and based off their I would need like a month or I need a year to, to really prepare. Well God says we're not guaranteed tomorrow. You better start preparing. Yeah. You know, let's prepare now. Let's prepare together.
0: I was watching a I like documentaries and and YouTube knows it. So I just keep getting as I watch YouTube the next one that comes on or or something. I get these suggestions. And and I like watching about like some of the old ships and some of the shipwrecks and things like that that have happened. Yeah. Anyways, just to make a long story short, there was a ship that they ran into each other. Okay? And so they both started sinking, and this one ship had about six hundred people on it. Ooh! And they knew they were going to go down. It was one of the old paddle wheel ones, paddle wheels on both sides. But they're out in the ocean, right? Okay, so it's like early nineteen hundreds, and uh, it was a uh, steam driven, I think, with coal. Anyways, um, it started going down, and and they 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 um, people that survived uh, counted of like what happened, like part of the ship like part of the people went and raided the liquor cabinets and just got so drunk they couldn't even stand up because they knew they were gonna die
1: okay. <laughs> oh wow
0: the and then and then like some people got on their knees and started praying to God okay some people like started um, finding the women and trying to rape them now can wow. you imagine you know you're gonna die? And, and this you is go, what you're doing. And you're going to go try to do something. So then the, there was other men that tried to defend the women. So they're just fighting with each other. Not not like dealing with the problem at hand. You're sinking. you know? Yeah. But it was interesting of how in 600 people, how if you know that you're doomed, how you act. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really, that's the last thing you're going to try to do is like be sinful. Yeah. You know? You want to stand before God on judgment with that? Yeah, and, and so like just we all we it, it just blows me away, and it's just a lack of knowledge the yeah of people that uh they just they just don't understand what's expected of them. I guess that's right. They're just not not taught, and and so. But the reason why I brought that up is because like if you knew that you know you talked about the end, you know the world's an end. What are you going to do? Yo, man, you're gonna get an array of answers. Yeah, I know. From people, it's a, it's incredible what some people yeah want to do. They're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the casino," <laughs> you know? <it's>, Why? It, <laughs> I know. It's like, but uh, lose the little money you got, y'all. What we're saying here is, uh, get right with Jesus. That, yeah. That's what you got to do, and you got to stay that way, and you got to belong to Christ. And we have to work daily, hourly, minute by minute. That's right. To stay that way, and and uh, you know, live if our you, lives accordingly. If you
1: call yourself a Christian, you need to make sure that you actually belong to Him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You need to make sure that you belong to Christ. But notice in verse three of Second Timothy two, he's, notice how he says the hardship is a must. For us to grow in the Lord, yeah, you right. Must endure hardship, yeah, as a good soldier.
0: You must, yeah, yeah. Now, think about boot camp. Here, that's what I think about. Yeah, the, the, those soldiers are brought to basically nothing. They're they're broke down, clear down in boot camp, yeah, and then built up from those hardships, stronger, you know, as a, a fighting machine, basically. Yeah. So, but but the hardships and. A, I think we can all understand that. Yeah. You know, it'd uh, be no different than training for a race. That's right. You have to run, it's hard, you have to push through, but guess what? You're stronger on the end on that's the right. other side. Yeah, uh, and everyone like if anyone does sports, you know
1: exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You hate the conditioning. Mm-hmm. Constant running, constant all this, mm-hmm. but it makes you a better player. It does. It you know, and it makes you a better
0: teammate for the whole team you just know? go watch a rocky movie okay i mean <laughs> yeah. you'll get it you get what we're talking exactly. about here okay
1: and you know um
0: <laughs> sorry <laughs> good point yeah i mean it's true you have to train <laughs> and i gotta be i'm a rocky fan man yeah i'm so a you, rocky
1: fan I, so you know what i'm talking about oh yeah but david and katherine has this picture and it's a saying in their office mm-hmm. i don't know who said it i, I tried to look at it and Unknown author, right? Sure. But it says, if it doesn't challenge you, Mm -hmm. it doesn't change you. Yeah. And that is that is a a good thing to think about as a Christian. You're going to be challenged, Mm -hmm. but that's what's going to change you, Mm -hmm. you know? And... We have to go through the
0: hardship in order to be changed. And for the Lord. we have to make sure we're yes. That's what I was just going to say we don't want it to change us in a bad way. It has that's to right. change you closer to Christ. That's what we want. We we if we get changed, we need to grow and 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 be uh, grow towards Christ. Yeah, and
1: and the only way that it's going to change us towards Christ is if we are constantly yeah. seeking to be
0: mm-hmm.
1: renewed in the knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know we we got to be in the word of god we have to go to him for guidance we have mm-hmm. to go to him in prayer we have to we have to seek his way yeah and that's what's going to change us because as we go through the hardship after it's over we look back and we realize hey the lord seen me through that yeah. you know and and you know in verse 4 this always catches my attention it says a soldier of christ as a soldier of christ You cannot get caught up in the affairs of this life. Now, Chad, I'm sure you and I will agree on this. The news does nothing but piss us off. Right? It's so easy to get caught up in the affairs of this life. Oh, yeah. All the stuff that's been going on these past couple years, Mm -hmm. not just in this nation, but worldwide. Yeah. You know, and all the things that they've tried to force upon us, we Mm -hmm. get so. Angry. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot watch the news for an hour and not be upset. Oh, yeah. I have stopped
0: watching the news because
1: I just get so upset. Well,
0: and, and, and the thing is, too, I don't know if anyone's ever been a part of a news story, but they don't always tell it like it happens. That's right. You know what I mean? And so, uh, you they know... Only, they only tell the, the part that they
1: want you to, to make it look... Yeah, the way that they want yeah, it to, and
0: and 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 negative news gets ratings. That's okay? right. Um, yeah, and so that's what they're after. So they're not gonna tell the good story all the time. They're gonna tell it what they think will get you to listen. Yeah. You ever um they call them they call them uh, clickbait headlines. Yeah. Okay. So you'll see <laughs> a headline about some guy who died. Doing what he loves or something like that, and you're like, huh? I wonder what happened to him. Click, it's clickbait. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the headlines they put them in for you to try to lure you in, just in the headline. That's right. Okay, and sometimes if you just read the headline, you got it all wrong, man. Oh yeah, you get the wrong story if you just go off the headline. It's wrong, <laughs> or or you you <laughs> you click into it. I've done this. Yeah.
1: And you read like five pages of what's going on to get the whole backstory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, you get to the end. I was like, that's it.
0: That's it. Like, I know. I wasted like totally 20 minutes in. on this stupid. Yep. I know. It's like, oh. And yeah. And it's cares of the world. It has, it makes absolutely <laughs> it really does. no sense. It makes no to do about life. It's just something and, you know, that.
1: Yeah. And, and it is. So easy to get caught up in the affairs of this life, Mm -hmm. like it. Oh, yeah, you can most certainly, it's so easy, Mm -hmm. and you can get so upset with what's going on, especially when you see, like for us, we we talked about it Mm -hmm. getting caught up in this homosexuality movement, the LGBTQ, yeah, yeah. getting caught up in that,
0: calling the alphabet mafia,
1: yeah, and you know what, (laughs) to see it. Into how they pushed it into Disney, how they're yep. pushing it on our kids. Mm-hmm. You know what? It can so easily upset me yeah. because, like you were saying, don't force it upon me. Yeah, I can't force my my faith on you. Don't mm-hmm. force yours on me. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna stick with what God says. <laughs>
0: If you if you don't want to do that, that's on you. I, I can't force you. Well, and I But you I'm, know what? Don't force that on me. I'm not condemning you in your sin, but God is. That's right. You know, it's yeah. but it's not me. It but but God says right here he's condemning you. Yeah. And it's so easy a fifth grader can understand it.
1: And and especially, you know, looking at the um, abortions. Yeah. You know, the the people that are allowing it. And now they they passed the a law up to 28 days after birth. Mm. Have you heard that?
0: Uh yeah. Oh man. I don't know if that's exactly right. the case. Something
1: but. something along those lines and I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Because again, news will tell you only what they want you to it know. There was a
0: headline, Dave.
1: There was a headline. Good. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, you you read it and you can get so angry.
0: Yeah. But you know what? Don't get caught up in the affairs of this life. I like this this Romans twelve. Yeah, Can that's where I was it? going
1: with it. Yeah, don't forget this. Go ahead and read it. Well, Romans I'm, I'm going to read through, through nineteen uh,
0: through twenty one here. Okay, good. Sure. So it says, "Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give the wrath for, but um, give place to the wrath." For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. So God's got the vengeance. That's right. It says, Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If it, if he is thirsty, give him a drink. Uh, for in so doing, you will heap coals of fire in his head. And here's the key, 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And Dave. That's what we gotta do. That's right. We you know, we got all these stupid things that we're talking about that are happening in the world. Guess what? We need to overcome it with good. That's right. And we need to study God's word. We need to put on Christ. We need to be like Christ. We you know, sounds easy, right? We we got we got all these things that we need to work on. Ourselves, our yeah. family, our friends. Um and, and work on those things with good with with Christ like things and you That's will right. you will overcome.
1: You know, we see, I've seen people out on the straight corners, you know, condemning people. You're going to hell, you know. That's not overcoming evil with good. That's just name-calling and, and trying to, yeah, they're probably going to go to hell if they don't change. <laughs> but yeah. that's not the way to bring them to the Lord. Our goal is to shine the light of Christ. Be like Christ belong to Him and be like Him and and bring them to the Lord the way Christ did.
0: Okay, I got one more verse, one more scripture that I want to read yes, and then please. we're out of time believe it or not. I know. So, uh, I wrote it in here. It's one that wasn't in your lesson. Good deal. Colossians 3, 12-17. That was actually in my lesson. Was it? Yeah, where? <laughs> it was, it was oh yeah, 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 we, we, the read, conclusion. It. we yeah. read it. But what he's saying there that that's what we gotta do. It goes along with this Romans twelve nineteen. So yeah. if you want a direction, I'll reread it just real quick, just well maybe a couple verses here, but like verse twelve says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Yes. that's what we got to do. Th- those are the things do. that you know he's talking about, heaping coals of fire on their head by doing good for over the evil.
1: And and notice verse fourteen. You got to
0: okay. above all but these a,
1: things, put on love, yeah. which is
0: the bond of perfection. There you go. Yeah, you did have it. I'm sorry, I no, didn't. I didn't catch that. I just I wrote it down here next to Romans twelve nineteen because, you know, seek <laughs> the character of God. Yeah, that's what we got to do. <clears throat>
1: that's right. And 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 notice God is love and yeah. yet he he is writing this book condemning people who follow the sins of the flesh. Yeah. And so let God have his vengeance cuz God will have his vengeance. You know when you when you read through the Old Testament that is one thing that you can really get through your head. God deals with the unrighteous. He is a just God. And mm-hmm. in order for him to be just, he has to justly punish because if there's no punishment for the unrighteous, then he's not just. But on the other side of that, he is merciful. He mm-hmm. is kind. You know, he is long-suffering with us, hoping that all will come to the repentance. Second Peter three nine. Be like him. Let him have his vengeance. You yeah. do the work that is in front of you.
0: Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. The Father through Him.
1: Yeah, verse seventeen of Colossians. Yeah, verse seventeen. Yeah, I mean
0: it's right there. It's right there. In in that there's so much instruction. There's a lot of what not to do, but there's a lot of what to do, and this is what we need to focus on. Yeah, putting away those those sinful things and focus on these things. So, go read Colossians three if you haven't already. It's it's very great, very good instruction for us. Well. Once again, Dave, we're out of time. Oh, man. It goes so fast. It Um, really does. But I've certainly enjoyed it. I know you have. And uh, we thank you so much for listening. Um, We really appreciate you being here. Hopefully it's beneficial to you as much as it is for us. Um, Give us a like, subscribe, share, all those good things. Um, Tell your friends. um, And we'll see you next week. Lord, we'll see you then. All right. See you guys.